This week's episode of the Infos Podcast is brought to you by Comixology.com. Are you in desperate need of a superhero fix? We can help you out. Go to infamouspodcast.com slash comiXology and you can get access to Comixology Unlimited free for 30 days. And you can get access to Batman and Wonder Woman and Black Widow and Spider-Man and all these great comic book movies that are supposed to be coming out that have been pushed back. So go to infamouspodcast.com slash comiXology and start your free 30-day trial to Comixology Unlimited today. Hey, welcome back to the Infos Podcast. This is Brian. And this is Daryl. Did you did you forget your name again? Uh, no, I'm just, just sad <laughs> from last night's Supernatural. Yeah, I watched it. Oh, you did? Yeah, it's in the show rundown that I have, not the one I gave you. So it's going to be a surprise when we bring it up. Um, anyway, <laughs> welcome to the show. This is episode 263. Uh, did you like the title for the show this week? The Siege and the Cookie Thief? <laughs> Yeah, and it's funny because you sent it to me before I saw the show. Oh, sorry. And I'm like, spoiler. I skipped the I skipped the gym today and watched it, and then immediately did the show notes. So. (laughs) So Um, yeah, I I laughed when I uh, got to the part you were talking about. So yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert: Mandalorian macaroons are going to be hitting the shelves any day now oh so oh absolutely well i'm surprised they don't have you know those gushers those little fruit treats yes they need to have like baby yoda shaped gushers now too so but we'll get to that later i don't know yeah so anyway um so before we get started i've been really lax in doing this so i'm gonna give a shout out to our patrons matt mitchell and julian brown Thank you, fellas, for backing the show. You guys are awesome. If you guys want to join them, check them out. Check us out on patreon.com slash infamous podcast. You actually get the episodes early um, if you are so inclined. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. So, so for yeah. those for those Patreons, you get the Arsidio. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Anyway. <laughs> um, all right. So before we get into news bites, real quick, I want to say thank Thank you to Kurt Russell. Um, I don't know if you saw his comments today. No, I did not. Um, so he said, and I'm going to quote. I don't even have it in front of me. I just remember it. Actors shouldn't be political. We're court jesters. When we're political, it affects their art. Couldn't say it better myself. Right? I Kurt. Know. I mean, Kurt Russell's the man. Uh, yeah. So, you know, everybody's entitled to believe what they want to believe. Um, and his point is that when there's an actor and they're overly political, it affects the roles and it affects how the role is not just how the role is played, but how the role is perceived. And so mm-hmm. like um, Olivia Wilde, for example, is like super political. Right. Right. Uh, I don't know if I want to like I like I look at her now. I'm like, oh, like you're kind of a douche. You know, yeah, it- Um. You know, Chris, Chris Evans. I look at Chris Evans now, like completely different. Yeah, it's so. it, it's not that they you have differences of opinion, which again, right. that's what makes things great. It's when you press it upon other people and you pretty much demonize someone that has a different opinion. Right, you. and that's why. And it's not about the different opinion, right? Yeah. Um, right. you know, it, it's it's more of the you know, um, like because she tweeted at at a. A right-wing female pundit 
uh, of color and telling her she's pathetic. And it's like, how is that okay? Like, how's that okay to do to anybody, no matter what color they are, no matter what sex they are? Why, why, why do you feel like you can sit behind your keyboard and do that? And and if anybody did that back to her, that's not okay either. No, it's not. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Just I, I just saw that, and like everything's like so polarized right now. And I I know we 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 kind of skirt along the edges of that. We don't normally get into it, but it's like enough. Enough is enough. Yeah. Um. Right. So yeah. Anyway, so Kurt Russell is, uh, you know, and again, he he gets it. They're 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 literally court jesters. You know, it's funny that I mean, it's funny enough that I remember was it 2016? Mark Wahlberg said yeah. something along the lines of that yep. too. And Anthony Hopkins said something in the last few years about that as well. And again, it's not diminishing the fact that they're human beings with their own opinions. Right. It's. <clears throat> not really necessary to I'm, I, I mean I, I'm whimsical, whimsical for the days of yore when we didn't talk about who we voted for yeah so I, I left get back to that yep anyway all right so first story in news bites um <clears throat> this is actually a follow-up on something we talked about a while ago with um so polygon had this article Apple to cut app store commissions to 15% for some developers. Um, and it says for de- developers that make up to $1 million a year. Um, so it says here on when, so this was earlier this week, Apple announced a new program for app store developers that earn up to $1 million a year. The app store small business program, which cuts Apple's app store commission from 30% to 15%. The program will begin on January 1st and benefit the vast majority of developers who sell digital goods and services on the store, Apple said in the news release. The 15% cut applies to both paid app downloads and in-app purchases. To qualify, developers must have earned up to $1 million in proceeds during the previous calendar year. Around 98% of developers will be eligible for the program, according to analytics firm Sensor Tower, numbers cited by The Verge. This is really good. Yeah. So um, one of the big just kind of pains in the ass, right, is uh, Apple charges so much to just be in the store. And then they, they, you know, they wield that app store with an iron fist about like what you can and can't put in there, what you can and what what content can and can't be on there. Um, So at at least now they're they're taking a little less uh, cheddar, a little less Skrilla, if you will, from some of these devs. (laughs) Yeah, and and the fact that they do it for in-app purchases as well. Yeah. So and again, granted, even though it affects you know ninety, it says what around ninety-eight percent of developers. Mm -hmm. You know, then you have someone like Epic, and and again, I know in the article it still mentions that that suit is still ongoing. Right. I I love how Epic Games lawyer called the thirty percent tax oppressive. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that is. I I, I I think what's more oppressive is the fact that you can submit something to be approved uh, and Apple will just sit on it for months <laughs> before approving an app or it's approved and you want to do an update. And they're like, yeah, no, you can't update that yet. And it's like, but my game is full of bugs. Uh, tough. <laughs> oh, man, that's it. So I do have I have issues with stuff like that. Yeah. So and, and so, is, you know, oh, sorry, go ahead. It's a, I was about to say, this is a good start, at mm-hmm. least, you know, you it is yep 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 so i mean and apple's not the only one um you know valve takes 30 percent for steam games 
So, I mean, like, like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to demonize Apple for any, any, you know, any more than like I already do. Um, even though I'm a hundred percent in the Apple ecosystem, <laughs> but you know, I mean, they, 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 they do some pretty stupid things from time to time and yeah. especially like, like dongles, right? Like, it's like, yeah. just like, you know, so, so uh, you, you, yeah. you've broken the fanboy mold, you know, when you're a fanboy, you're not supposed to be able to criticize what you like. See, I disagree <laughs> when I am a fanboy, I should be able to, yeah. to criticize more well, because I'm knowledgeable about the topic. That's not what the internet says, but no, it's just so, it's just funny that. Well, it's know, a good it's a know. good thing this is not on the internet. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Well. <laughs> rewind that back. Yeah. Let's right. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, I don't know. I I look at this as good news. I I think this is is something that uh, as needed to happen for a while, and you know, um, hopefully, hopefully. They, they they stick with it and, and these developers who work really hard to make our mobile phones a great experience, you know, see a little more money. Yeah. Like the only game I actually play is Solitaire on my phone. And I am I just got to two hundred and thirteen days straight on that. So Yeah. So I play I play three. I play uh Clash well, actually four. Let me rephrase that. I play Marvel's Clash of Champions. It's a fighting game, like kinda like Mortal Kombat, right. but with Mortal characters. I play Clash of Clans because I'm in a really good clan. Um, I play Bike Unchained 2. It's a mountain biking game. And then Wordscapes. That's like the only games I play. Oh, and the Alto games. Sorry. Like the Alto games are fun. But those are coming when out are on gonna, Switch. So When are, when are they going to do a one-wheel game? I don't know. Although I did just get a new back foot pad for my one-wheel. It came today. And then when it came, they also, uh, shout out to Craft and Ride, gave, uh, had a new grip tape for the front pad um and that worked out because i kind of tore the front grip tape last time i went for a ride because i totally wasn't paying attention at one point and had to bail so (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah i got all that changed out and i didn't even get a chance to go ride today so uh well let me rephrase that i did not get a chance to go ride outside today (laughs) because now i have all this extra room in the office i can ride around um (laughs) Are, are you serious? Oh yeah. I mean, I've seen the room. I, I see. Yeah. Yeah. I was, do I was, do, yeah. Di- I was doing it all day today. Thinking. Yeah. I was just yeah. on there, just riding back and forth. So, <laughs> anyway, um, so moving on. So, Wonder Woman 1984 uh, is doing what we talked about last week. Yeah. So yeah. Warner Brothers listens to us, obviously. So we need to start wielding that power better than we have yeah. been. Yeah, with so, an iron fist. With an iron fist. Okay, so Warner <laughs> Warner's announced uh, that Wonder Woman 1984 is coming out on Christmas Day, 2020, and it is unprecedented for the superhero tentpole because it's also going to open in theaters. Um, and I thought that Patty Jenkins really had a great statement there. Um about it so i'm gonna read her statement because like i said this was great she says the time has come at some point you have to choose to share any love and joy you have to give over ever anything else i'm sorry everything else we love our movie uh as we love our fans so we truly hope that our film brings a little bit of joy and reprieve to all of you this holiday season watch it in theaters where it's made safe to do so check out the great work theaters have done to make it so and available in the safety of your own home on HBO Max, where it is not. 
Uh, happy holidays to all of you. We hope you enjoy our film as much as we enjoyed making it. Uh, I think this is great. I I think, I, you know, I, I've seen a lot of videos like from Jeremy at the Quarterine and, and some others where they're talking about, oh, this is the end of movie theaters, but not really. You know, I, I don't think this is the end of movie theaters. I think this is the end of the current model. I think this is great that they're not going the Disney route and saying, guess what? You pay a subscription to our service, now pay another $30. Um, flying the birds at Disney right there for that one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Thoughts? So the one thing I think I said something along the lines of, you know, releasing it and then maybe a couple weeks later releasing it digitally, theater first and then digitally, I think I you know, a whole a whole week has passed since then. Yeah, so, it's know, been a long. It's happened. it's been a long. It's been a long time. I mean, in twenty twenty yeah. time, that's like forty four years. Yeah. So <laughs> media, I've had like so much going on this week at work. Yeah. So well, but uh, I, oh, real quick, I, uh, we did not note it will open on December sixteenth overseas. My bad. So oh, okay. So they get it, now. Is that is, didn't they say it's going to be open for a week overseas? Or yeah. Is it so be... it opens on the sixteenth. So or the eighteenth then. So whatever, just okay. a week before. So, yeah, I I really I do like this strategy in the sense of not continually pushing stuff out. We, I mean, that's one of the things we've talked about. I mean, other people have talked about too. And you're gonna have a traffic jam of movies, and unless you release them digitally. Yeah. Now, as far as being the end of movie theaters, I think this is a, a slope that is they're on the precipice right now. Um, it's definitely an end to how we looked at movies and mm -hmm. how we looked at releases, which is not necessarily a bad thing. My concern and not and it's not with wonder woman. It, it, we'll have to see next year how stuff, you know, plays out, how they release movies and stuff. I'm just a little concerned of some of these movie theaters, you know, staying open or, mm -hmm. you know, cause you're going to, you're going to see a lot of, when I say theaters, I don't mean the chains. I mean the actual individual, right. You know, theaters. Yeah. We're gonna see some of these clothes closing around the around the country. I mean, honestly, we're so, gonna kind of have to. I mean, the yeah, the, the yeah, time yeah. of having, like, where I am, and where you are. I mean, I've got within within a twenty minute drive, I can go to eight different theaters. Yeah, I have one, two, three. In 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 Northern Kentucky, I have yeah. three. So, because um, I can go to the one by my house, I can go to the one that's not by my house but still close. I can go to the rave. I can go to showcase. I can go down to Oakley. I can go to the uh, Envision yeah. Bistro. I can go up to Dayton. You know, so yeah. Um, so yeah, and and that's yeah. like two or three more for me if right. I'm adding Ohio into it. Yeah, so, but I mean, I'm yeah, just saying yeah. with it. But that's a, all a 20 minute drive. You know, yeah. that's yeah, not you're right. like you're if right. I if I count going down to your house, it's like 14 or 15. Mm -hmm. so so yeah it's it, like if, if this streamlines things a little bit better you know you know how they say chop the fat or yeah. what have you and make and make things better and more available for people you know overall because you know again there's going to be people i think i think myself i'll depending on what i have going on christmas i actually might go to the theater and see it yeah um, i would like to do that it depends I on what's going on I don't know if Ohio is going to be under curfew at that time again or still or whatnot, but um, I will say I think this is good for HBO Max because yes, HBO 100%. Max, well, one, HBO Max does not have the best content. 
It's got good content. Um, but it could be better, much, much better. And I, I, I think this is a great way to get people into it. Um, I really want them to change the UI so you can better understand like what's, what's on there. Um, cause they have like these weird, like featured in A to Z and like, you know, like you don't, you can't necessarily see everything in one view. That's what I would love, right? right? To just see everything in alphabetical order. <laughs> so, um, but no, I, I think this will, this will be really, really good. Um, because they've got, they've got a long way to go, right? Uh, HBO, mm-hmm. I think they've got like 8.9 million subscribers is, is the number I saw. And, you know, everyone who has HBO with cable gets HBO now or HBO max for free. And something like 60% of those people have not activated that. Wow. So, and That's... this is going to be on HBO max. It's not going to be on HBO. Cable. HBO. Yeah. Okay. So, so that is like for Christmas. I, I think this is a very good plan for HBO uh-huh. max to on Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas. Get an HBO max subscription. Although, I will wonder how many people will get, you know, a seven day trial just to see this movie. Well, yeah, versus... I mean, there's part of that, but you know, you get that but, seven day but, trial, you're like, you know, I want to rewatch the Sopranos. Oh, I want to rewatch yeah, Deadwood or right. let's go rewatch the last season of Game of Thrones and find out it wasn't as bad as everybody says it was. Yeah, I, I honestly it's 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 a win win for HBO Max, even mm-hmm. if only even if a certain percentage of people just do this the trial right because there are going to be people that are going to stick around that always happens yeah so, or people who just forget it, that they signed up and then they pay yeah so and and the thing is is it's like what 16 bucks a month after tax um they, all they have to do is get families to stay on for three months and they've already made more than they would have at at the theater yeah and they don't have to share any of that with the movie theaters so, yeah, because what is it a 50 50 take or uh it depends on like i think is? disney is like 60 40 it just depends mm-hmm. on on the deal that they have so okay um but yeah so sticking with dc uh we've got the snyder cut news uh coming out so i guess there was a new trailer and a new steppenwolf image and they're talking about a uh a potential sequel already, which I think is a little premature. Yeah. Um, as much as excited as I am to see this I'm, on that note, the sequel slow down just so a little bit. Let's slow that roll. I will say, <laughs> I will say Steph, Steppenwolf's updated look is very, very good. Um, he, he looks like a thorn bush that could totally kick the crap out of you instead of looking like a weird like brain chainmail like person who's tired and looks like they're about to fall asleep the whole time like that oh design, i'm so bored with earth oh yeah that so. design in justice league was so was yeah. god awful it was yep. awful awful so. but um but. seeing dark side with the big axe at the beginning of the of the new trailer and the uh you know all that fun stuff superman um again i think Zack snyder is more than a little obsessed with leonard cohen um and hallelujah but that's all right it's a great song um i you know looking at it because the trailer's in black and white i think it'd be really cool if the movie was just in black and white i think they're gonna offer that really i think I didn't I see thought that I'd that. seen something. Well, not like I thought I saw. Uh, it might have been rumor, 
Yeah. But this was a few weeks ago. Maybe I saw that. Just yeah. kind of like how they have it, Logan, where you can watch it and yeah, you know the the noir yep. version of it. So or what have you. But uh, yeah, so I I think uh, this will be this will be interesting to see. I mean, you know, so I I so here's another thing, is I saw somebody complaining like, oh, it's only got four additional minutes, right? Um, people. So so he went back and said they they filmed like four additional minutes with the Joker, and so people are like, oh, it's four additional minutes. No, apparently Whedon only used fifteen percent of the footage that they shot. Yeah. So. This is going to be an entire an eighty five percent different movie <laughs> at, at at minimum. Um, yeah, I saw people saying that, and and I don't know if it was just people that are don't like the idea that people quote unquote got their way and are getting a Snyder cut. Um, I have I have a friend that that was like that, and it's just like dude. Well, here's the thing: was terrible. Here's the thing. Is all people said was we want the Snyder cut. There was no we're boycotting this or that. Right. They were just like, hey, right. we would like to see this version of the person who's listed as the director. We would like to see their version of the movie. Um, I I still think Justice League was awful. I don't think this is going to be great by any stretch of the imagination. But you know, it 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 could be it could be good. Um, it could be middling. Yeah, I, I, it could be middling to fair, and I'll be happy. Yeah, and I think the ceiling for this is good, yeah. um, and it's and it's because I know what to expect. We've talked about expectations from Zack Snyder. I know what I'm going to get mm-hmm. with Zack Snyder. I know exactly what I'm going to get. It's not going to be you know just blow you out of the park with you know just that thought provoking for the most part. You know it's 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 a ride. It's a thrill mm-hmm. ride, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Uh, sometimes I go to the movies. I love thrill rides at movies. Mm-hmm. So I know what I'm going to get, and I and I, so I I think good is is the ceiling. I think fair is probably the floor. So it's yeah, it, it, I, I I have no doubt. And again, I, how do you know? Because you haven't. I saw Justice League once, and I can't bring myself to watch it again. It's going to be better than that piece. So of trash. I rewatched. I think I told you I rewatched it like two months ago, and it's I'm it's sorry. so bad. It's so so bad, and it's just it's just full of that just like Joss Whedon bullshit like. Just mm-hmm. nonsense, like no, just no nothing. I don't know. Anyway, all right. So yeah, so Snyder Cut coming to a TV screen near you in twenty twenty one. Is it June? Maybe. Uh, I didn't. I didn't see where it said. So I'm. I'm not gonna okay. guess. Uh, all right. So moving on. Star Wars Squadrons got is getting uh, an update. So it launched in October, uh, and coming out. Well, where'd it go? Um, so yeah, coming out soon for the holidays, there is going to be a free two part content update. Um, a new multiplayer app four new ship components will be added this month. And then two new starfighters and custom matches will be deployed in December. Uh, the two new starfighters are the B wing and the tie defender, which are the ships that Thrawn made in, um, rebels. And I believe in the Timothy Zahn book, it's been a minute, but okay. Yeah. So this will be this will be really really interesting because the B wing is badass. Um, <laughs> I love the B wing. B wing fanboy. I, I yeah I I actually kind of am. So you know you because you know how you buy the little diecast ships right. I love those. Things. So I yeah. got I got the Razor Crest. Um, I got the um, Clone Wars dropship, and there's a B wing 
in every store I go to, I go and look and see if they have it, and I've never, I've, I've never seen it. So, like, I, I just want the B wing really, really bad, because um, it, it's such a cool ship. Because essentially, it's a cockpit that the ship just rolls around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, and it, it's and they they introduced the B wing and Rebels, where you know Hera was the first person to fly it, and you know you got to see why. Like you got to see like why they had a B one B wing and it took them till Return of the Jedi to have more. I think because it was such a it was such a difficult ship to build and and maneuver and pilot. So so yeah. Um, and I'm a big fan fan of the Alphabet Squad, the Alexander Freed Alphabet Squadron books. So having the B wing now, they have they'll have the whole Alphabet Squadron. So I'm hoping to get a cameo from them in the game. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, you I remember you were telling me about the that that book series so, uh, a couple yeah, months ago. It's really good. It's it's really really good. Well, well worth so, the the read and or listen. Um so, but yeah, sorry, go ahead. So I was about to say since I'm I'm not a huge, you know, um FPS fan in the sense of, you know, fight fighting flying games. I'm a huge, you know, shooter fan, but like I was telling you, you know, that's this is a game I will definitely check out when it gets to that twenty buck mark, yeah, twenty dollar mark, uh, which should happen sometime next year. I'm assuming. I, I would hope I, so. But I mean, it, it's only is, forty. I mean, it's not like it's that expensive. Yeah, it, yeah, and that's the thing. It's not full price, which I do like that they did that as well. But I'll have to check because I just saw that the PlayStation Store has their Black Friday, you know, but everything must go type sale that just started. I guess today. So oh yeah, I'll see I need to check that any, out if, too. I don't think squadrons will be on there. No, but, probably hey, not. Who knows? So, but yeah, so you know, um, it's exciting. Uh, there's links in the show notes. There's they've got pictures of the B wing and the Tide Defender, and then the map that they're adding is Foster Haven, and the pictures that they have on the um, EA games, uh, or the EA website is is pretty cool because there's a star destroyer and it's got like a red glow to it. And it's like, why didn't they ever paint those things red? That's freaking cool. Um, so I, w- I yeah. will say, uh, and again, this is in the show notes, but also Marvel's Avengers. Kate Bishop is coming as a, a playable character next month, sometime next month as well. Yeah. That game's so. lost like $50 million. I, I don't, oh, I don't I, think it's I, worth yeah. it to talk about it anymore. Yeah, that, that was just, it it is for me. Just yeah, because, I know. I'm teasing. I say teasing. it is for me, and I haven't actually played it in like two weeks. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's fun. But I mean, I'll it's a fun it game. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. but it's glitchy yeah. as all hell. It, it, they it pushed pro- it out it too early. Nope, nope. It nope. should not have been released. They should have waited yeah. like six or eight months to. They should have. They yeah, should have so. given it the cyberpunk treatment and just said it's coming, it's coming, and then pushing it back and back. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. For and cyberpunk. back. Yeah. It's never coming out, man. It's coming out December 10th. <laughs> no, it's not. They're gonna. It's gonna be December 9th, and they're like, oh, it's coming out December 11th. <laughs> you imagine if they did that? <laughs> I hope they do. So. At 11:58 on December 9th, uh, due to unforeseen circumstances, we will have to push this back indefinitely. <laughs> just push it. We have to push it back a day. We're just not ready. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, all right. So next story: Supernatural finale. Man. So I watched it today. <laughs> That's so funny. You watched it. <laughs> well, so I was working and I was like, you know, I, I just I couldn't I couldn't do any more YouTube videos. 
um, of the type of videos that we like to watch. And yeah. I, I started watching the karate combat stuff and I was not paying attention to what I was doing. And I was watching karate combat. So <laughs> I put on the supernatural finale. Uh, I, I, I hold almost every pilot I see to the standard of the supernatural pilot. Yes. Um, I, I think it is a fantastic first opening salvo to a show. I think it did so much showing what the show was going to be about and introducing these two great characters in Sam and Dean um, that I, I, I'm curious if there's anyone who's actually disappointed in this finale. Oh, by the way, spo- so, spoilers, uh, not super, yeah. not super spoilers, but, but, but spoilers. Um, so I, I told you how disappointed I was with last week's episode horribly disappointed it wasn't a terrible episode but it was one of those where you could tell from start to finish how rushed it was it was some like yeah in one episode you could have it should have taken place over two episodes at least because it was just so important Mm -hmm. this more than made up for it for me yes i called Uh, i I called the shot yes you did you said that a while ago i think i did and it's because it made sense it made sense for the story yes so yes, it it makes a hundred percent sense, especially with someone who like me who's watched the show, uh, and for those who haven't watched, hey, it's on Netflix. Uh, yeah, all fifteen seasons. Actually, yes, this season will be on. Right. This one will be on in eight days. So yeah, so um, the last six episodes, yeah. I think, or seven. Okay. I can't remember. What what I, what I was gonna do is I was gonna be like, man, that was a really great like ten years later retrospective that they did after <laughs> the, the Supernatural ended ten years ago. <laughs> It's 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 kind of funny because you said you stopped watching in what I would call the worst season of Supernatural because it was awful and there was no reason to watch it and there was no reason to go back and and now I you know it's funny though because I watched I'm like you motherfuckers (laughs) because I'm gonna go back and watch now (laughs) yeah I I was for the first half of the episode I was like oh this is okay and cool that last half of the episode uh, man you. I look like a little baby. I, I just, I gotta say, Jared Padalecki's hair, or Pilecki, Jared Pilecki. Padalecki. Padalecki, right. It's Adrian yep. Pilecki. Anyway, Jared Padalecki's hair was all over the place in this finale. Like, at <laughs> one point, it looked like they must have done a reshoot because he had, like, a really bad, like, Prince Valiant wig on. Um, And then a couple times, it's like, is he losing his hair? Like he's got a fantastic. Why is his forehead so big in this scene? Like I, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't not pay attention to it, which is not something I normally notice, but it was like so glaring. Um, but then the old man makeup, like he's a young guy. I mean, he's a youngish guy. Like the old man makeup, it didn't look like they had a whole lot of makeup on. So he was doing something with his face to look old and crotchety. Um, yeah. which was really quite cool. Uh, but yeah, yeah, and you can tell the last couple episodes. So I think they said before the shutdown they had filmed most of or almost all of episode eighteen. Okay. Um, and then these last two were post COVID, what have you, and ah. you could tell because the cast was a lot smaller. Yeah. And it, it's funny because my biggest disappointment was not seeing some of the characters that we've known and loved over the fifteen years. However, yeah. with that being said. I do like how this ended because this show started with Sam and Dean. Yeah, it it ended the way it, it started with the two of them. Um, right. I like the 
the vampire throwback because I remembered her yeah. when she showed up. I was like, hey, I know her. Um, so um, that was that was pretty cool. And yeah, I don't know. I thought it was a pretty decent. I mean, not, let me rephrase that. This was it was a really satisfying finale for someone who hasn't put the last 10 years of effort into the show. Yeah. And so for <laughs> me, you, you know, you magnify that what you said with I've watched this show with every step, every step of the way. Yeah. Uh, it used to be uh, with my ex. We used to call it Supernatural Tuesdays and then it was Mondays and it was with it's been on every day of the week. Except yeah, maybe Saturday and Sunday, I think. <laughs> but it's one of those that it, it's I mean, it's still sticking with me. Um, and there's like with anything else, there's going to be disappointment. People yeah. are going to be disappointed. OK, but, I have, I have some questions. Okay. What was that building that they lived in? And why was That's there nobody it. else there? So that came back in season I don't even know what season that was. That's the bunker. So what they found out is that they were um uh what do they call what do you call it when people are legacies? They were legacies for the men of letters. And what the men of letters are they Think, so you know how Doctor Strange says, you know, protects reality yeah. from the dark arts. Think of the men of letters in that type particular vein in the sense of, you know, the hunters are the ones on the ground, boots on the ground. The men of letters are the ones, you know, a little bit higher up. So okay. they found out that their great grandfather or grandfather was the men of letters and they, you know, the bunker and I, season eight, maybe I, I can't remember the season. But, you know, since then, that's been their, you know, go to home. home. Yeah. Yeah. Which was pretty cool because, you know, you can only do motels for so long. Yeah. And, but yeah, that's what that was. Um, I really like seeing the Ohio license plate on the Impala. Oh, yeah. I think that's yep. cool. Um, but yeah, no, I, I thought, I thought it was a, it was a really good finale. Uh, you know, I probably, it didn't get as dusty here as it did for you, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. but there was definitely some feels to be had. Um, you know, and and honestly, like if you watched just the first five seasons and then you watched just this episode, yeah, it's like this is a really cool retrospective on like what happened, like, you know, uh to to the brothers. Yeah, and it's it's fine. I'll I'll read a quote from that finale from season five and it ties up very well with this. But it's funny because there was this. Uh, um, did you? I got in-game vibes um, in that one of the conversations between Sam and Dean, and I think you know what I'm talking about. With uh, tell me it's okay. Yeah, yeah. And oh man, it's a little dusty in here already. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's okay to go, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, got that um, mm -hmm. vibe from, from that scene. But what I'm going to read is, and I, I think I told you a little bit about Chuck. Yeah. And who Chuck was a, and I, and they had a retrospective on before this where they talked about initially Chuck was just going to be a prophet and he ended up being God. So in that season five finale with, you know, the Sam and mm -hmm. Sam is Lucifer is in Sam and all right. that stuff. And when all of this is going on, this is what Chuck says. Endings are hard. You try to tie up every loose end, but you never can. Fans are always going to bitch. There's always going to be holes. And since it's the ending, it's all supposed to add up to something. 
I'm telling you, they're a raging pain in the ass. And that is true. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I know you mentioned earlier Game of Thrones. When you think of some of the shows, Buffy or Angel, I'm thinking genre shows. Yeah. Um, Angel had a great finale, too. I loved Angel's finale. Uh, I did not hate the Battlestar Galactica finale. Yeah, but and you see what I mean. Though. Yeah, like, but like know, Dexter, like Dexter is like a great example of a universally hated series finale. Yes, right. So um, I think this finale, though, you know, I know I know everybody's not going to like it, but I think it was a perfect capstone to 15 years of this show, and I mean, I I couldn't. I would have liked to have seen some of the other people that we've known and loved over the mm-hmm. years, but it just makes sense. It's a perfect bookend with that first episode, Dad's on a hunting trip. Yeah. Yeah. Versus this. I, I liked so. I liked I also liked too that when he got to where he was going, um Jim Beavers was there waiting for him. Yes. That was I think that was necessary as the you know, him being you know, Bobby Singer yep. being there, you know, I, I think that was, you know, apropos because he was actually there for them more than well, he you know, was, John Winchester. He was. was Dean's dad. Plain and simple. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, was. so, um, idiots. Idiots. Yeah. Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I, 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 literally, I, I literally popped for that one with a huge laugh and, you know, I liked, <laughs> I liked that it was his, his bar store or whatever it was there. Um, and then, so, Carry on my wayward son, which is your ringtone when you call me, by the way. I don't think you knew that. <laughs> that's 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 um, oh no, I have it as my ringtone when my my parents call me. Yeah. Uh <laughs> so I like that Dean got the original Kansas version and then Sam got this really cool like kind of compilation mix of it. Yeah, and, um which I, I really that. liked. So and, and it made sense for the two of them because I'll never ever forget when uh when Sam had the Impala, when Dean died the first time in like season mm-hmm. three or four, um, yes, and he came back and he had the iPod in there and Dean ripped it out <laughs> and like, threw it. He threw it in the back. <laughs> so um, it just it, it it just again it it was the great balance of of the difference between the two of them. So yeah, yeah, uh, I I can't. Like, you know, like, you know, our friend Alicia, she loves Supernatural and, you know, Dean in particular. So I, I, I keep meaning I kept meaning to, like, reach out to her today. So I'll have to uh, uh, I'll have to reach yeah, you, out. You might have to check and see if she's so OK. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to ask her if she's marked safe from the Supernatural finale. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, no, I liked it. I, I just kind of watched it on a whim. I'm probably going to go back and maybe watch this last season. I don't I don't know. We'll see. Um, it just seems like a lot of effort to watch 10 years worth of shows, especially when they're 22 episode seasons. Yeah, that's yeah. So if it was like 13, maybe if it's 10, absolutely. But yeah, 22, 22 is a lot. Yeah. That's and a it's lot. a, it's a 22 episodes of a CW show. So there's going to be filler and mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So, uh, so speaking of filler, um, cookies, <laughs> So I <laughs> I totally thought this episode was going to be filler uh, of The Mandalorian. Um, so we're going to spoil this one a little more than we spoiled um, the Supernatural finale. But, okay, so the the little summary uh, for The Mandalorian Chapter 12, The Siege. 
Um, the Mandalorian returns to his friends, Grief Karga and Cara Dune on Navarro for repairs on his ship, but is talked into blowing up an old Imperial base. Little to everyone's knowledge, there is a lot more taking place at the base. At that rhyming. So he always gets roped into stuff. I, I he's so hilarious. dumb. He's so dumb. He's so dumb. Um. <laughs> all right, I'm just gonna spoil something at the end. He's so dumb. He did not bother to check his ship. He talks about he's on the run and speed is of the essence and it's the only thing keeping him alive. You know what I'm doing? Anytime anyone touches my ship or anytime I come back to my ship after it's been gone, I'm checking for a goddamn tracker. Especially when you know that, that people are after the child. Uh, yeah. The and, and, you know, honestly, the child's a little bit of a prick. He really is. So I have a <laughs> theory. I have he's a, a theory. I, I feel like they're making him an asshole. So when he goes to Ahsoka's show, people aren't going to miss him so much on The Mandalorian. Yeah, I don't. I I I think it's kind of more along the lines of, well, I was going to say it's more along the lines of Baby Groot. How Baby Groot, like when he got a little bit older, maybe he he became a jerk, but that would still go in line with what you're saying. Yeah. So I, I I'm I'm curious as to how many people are going to watch episodes. Uh, Six, seven, and eight. After Baby Yoda goes with Ahsoka at the end of episode five. Oh, people are going to be so disappointed. I, I don't think he's going to go. I, I think at the end of the season, he's going to go off with Ahsoka. That that actually, that to be honest, it makes more sense from a storytelling perspective. Absolutely. Ahsoka is, I mean, she's technically not a Jedi, but, you know, you know Ahsoka has force powers. Yep. Who better to train and teach this child than someone with force powers? Yep. And she's right? connect, but she's also connected. She's deeply connected to the force, whether she's a Jedi or right. not. Oh, yeah. That's why I just said kind and, of like technically. And she got to see everything Obi-Wan did wrong with Anakin. Uh, and everything Yoda did wrong with Anakin and everything that Mace Windu did wrong with Anakin and everything that the Jedi just in general did wrong with Anakin. So, yeah. Uh, this, so this episode, the siege, it was directed by Carl Weathers, uh, grief Karga, Apollo Creed himself, uh, written by John Favreau. And we got to see the return of uh, Mithril, Horatio Sands' character from the pilot, and Dr. Pershing, um, the the mad scientist who was draining the blood from Baby Yoda for his M count. Yes. Did you catch I, that? I, yes, I said, oh, midichlorians. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, they're bringing <laughs> back the prequel series, but they're not bringing back the sequel series. What's going on here? Um <laughs> And we got John Carlo finally, like you know, in not just a you know brief like telegram uh, of him. So yeah, I don't know. I actually ended up really liking this episode, and I thought the action scene when they were escaping the Imperial base was some of the best action we've seen on the show thus far. I actually meant to text you and say this chase scene is amazing. Amazeballs, Watch- if you will. Yeah. Watching the um the speeder bikes come down the cliff like that was that was my actually my favorite individual yeah. kind of, like so shot. We're sitting here watching Angel and I were sitting there watching it this morning, right? And um 
you know, Kara takes the transport over the edge. And, and she's like, "What? what's happening? I'm like, it's on repulsors. It'll be fine. <laughs> There's no wheels. Wait, was that my, yeah. so, Wait, was that my uh, speeder? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. You're fine. It's fine. Um, it's all good. Nothing to see here. We're, we're fine. We're all fine here. <laughs> That's a boring conversation anyway. But yeah. uh, <laughs> no, like <laughs> it took you a second. I'm glad you finally got yeah. that. Um, <laughs> you know, it, this was really good. I, I thought I thought this was, it had a ton of action. It, it had stormtroopers. It had an Imperial base. It had uh, Imperial light cruiser. It was, um, you know, it had some really good little hint drop or you know easter egg drops because when they went into the classroom mm-hmm. the teacher mentioned something about the kessel run uh yeah so that was kind of cool um you know um i i just i really liked pretty much everything about this now you know you and i are both big fans of Gina Carano uh i thought Kara did great uh i loved how it opened on uh, Navarro with her in the down in the culver um, I think that's what, how do you say that where the armorer was used to make the best car and the, um, little butt face dudes from star Wars were, yeah, were are, from, I don't know their species and I'm, I forgot to look it up. Um, baboon mouth. I don't know. Something. Yeah. But they, they were, they were down there and you know, she, they're like, it's the marshal. And I was like, sweet, another marshal. Sweet, it's Cara Dune as the marshal. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> it was, it was, it was something very cool. You got to see her in action, um, being very physical the way she is, uh, especially after the like little bit of humor that we got to start because the Razor Crest was not in hyperspace when we pick it up. And they're trying. He's trying to get the child to put the right wire in the right port, and you know the baby Yoda just decided to electrocute himself, which was pretty funny. By yeah, the way, that, now that really reminded me of Guardians too. Yeah, with Groot and the that's uh, that's the next pop, right? Baby baby yes. Yoda with the two uh, wires together, with like his ears up and smoke coming off of him. Oh, that, uh, you have to do a pop of that. One. Honestly, that would be a cool to. like Q fig. That'd be a much cooler Q fig yes. than a pop. Um, so yeah, yes, QMAX, you can have that one for free. Just send me one. Um, <laughs> uh, and I'll give You're it to Daryl. Yeah. So anyway, but no, so that was funny. And then them sitting there like drinking their, their soup or tea or coffee or whatever it was. Um, it, like, it so I think, I think this is the time after like Pedro walked off because, mm-hmm. you know, cause, uh, they were saying he got mad like around this time. And I can only imagine it was because Katie Sackoff, Sasha Banks and the dude Mando could uh, take their helmets off. But he was stuck with his helmet on um, yeah. because the helmet was like just like he, he would he'd like tilt it up, take a drink, put it back down. It's like just leave it up like just leave it like a little bit there. Or like you said, get a straw like Spider-Man. Yeah, like Spider-Man has you know yep. his mouth open. Yeah, just uh, you know you yeah. can you can be flying upside down and you can make out with Baby Yoda, whatever. <laughs> I mean he's fifty, so it's okay. okay um, that's, that's a little weird. It's a little weird. <laughs> anyway, but uh, but no, you know they they get there. The Razor Crest is just falling apart. Uh, okay, I I must say whoever Grief Carga employs for his engineers right? and stuff. 
they need a raise because they fixed that ship in record time. Well, see, they don't, though, because they work for the Empire. Well, yeah. But, so, but he doesn't know that. that. So, yeah, they need a raise. Yeah. So it was funny when, <laughs> you know, so when, yeah, they're, when they have the TIE fighters chasing them. Mm-hmm. And the, now, what is that transport called? Uh, the Marauder. Marauder. Okay. So when they're in the Marauder, and for a second, I'm thinking, are those X Wings again? Oh. But it didn't have the sound of right. the X Wings plastered. Yeah. No. Because I was like, I know that's not the Razor. Is that the yes, Falcon? The <laughs> <laughs> Hondo Anaka comes flying in in the Falcon. <laughs> That would have been hilarious. Dude, that would be the most fan service thing. Like, even I oh, would have. As much as I love Hondo, I would have groaned at that. I'd have been like, oh, are you kidding? <laughs> it is me. It is Hondo. I'm here to save the day. They are not alone. <laughs> I had a friend who was a Jedi once. You know the oh, guy who man. voices, um, it's Jim Cummings who voices Hondo, is the voice of Winnie the Pooh? That is hilarious. That is and, and so, a different voice. So, like, um, he has done things where he'll do, like, different characters, but in, like, Winnie the Pooh's voice. And he's like, I am the knight. I am vengeance. <laughs> you know, like, I don't do Winnie the Pooh very well. But, uh, oh, bother. Um, <laughs> but, like, they're, they're hilarious. Um, but, yeah, so it, it's just one of those things. Um, no, the Razor Crest like comes from out of nowhere. But let's talk about the inside of the base. Yes. And so going on, there is it is built over a, a volcano of sorts, a lava river, if you lava, will. Lake, yeah, lake. Um, lake and, of fire. And it is is a large collection of lava underneath this particular base, and there is a single point of failure, which is just turning off of the computer and terrible engineering. And at no point after they found out that Din Djarin, Grief Karga, Mithril and the fantastic Cara Dune were there. Did they ever go back and be like, Hey, let's make sure they didn't mess with this one thing. Yeah. The, the Imperial troop or the entire Imperial organization in the sense of, uh, disaster management yeah. needs a little bit of work. Yeah, there's a lot to be desired there. No cameras there, no alarms. Nothing. No, no. It, yeah. I mean, and there, there were probably like, I don't know, let's say 25 stormtroopers max. Um, yet they had an entire field of TIE fighters. But Grief Karga thought, no, it's just this abandoned base. So they had abandoned TIE fighters that you just left out there. You didn't just go get them and use them for protection of your of your planet. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't know where he got his information, but he so, needs to kind of. So I know I sound like I'm really nitpicking because I really did like this episode. No, um, but some of yeah, some of the things that happened in this episode were plot convenient to say the least. So did you ever watch? Um, oh, it was the one with the, with the Wong family. Um, just off the boat or fresh off the boat. No. No, did you ever watch not. fresh off the boat? No. Okay. So Eddie, the, the character who is like the main character of the show, the guy, Eddie Wong wrote the book that the show is based on about his life. Uh, he called the Goonies, the coincidences because they coincidentally always had everything they needed. 
this episode was the coincidences of the Mandalorian. It just so happened, like everything they needed just happened to be there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny because you know we were talking about supernatural before this, mm-hmm. and one of the things we people would always talk about the Winchesters is the plot armor is heavy with them, but it ends up making sense why. But it only covers season. their front. Too soon? Uh, yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway. That's, um, that's, that is like you and the whole Black Widow thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to track down a Dean Winchester toy now. Anyway. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Because the iPhone 12 Pro Max has an amazing camera. And I'm going to kill that oh, guy yeah, a lot of ways. Yeah, you were sending me some of the photos of um, the new yeah. figures. Yep. So, well, the Cara Dune one's not new. That's uh, what's wrong with me. I mean, I did that whole yeah. Deadpool kills the Lego universe thing. That's pretty cool, though. Like, yeah, that about, was fun. Talking about Black Widow and Dean. That, that's yeah. Black Widow. Okay, that that's been a what over a year. So, but Dean, that's like that just. I know anyway. it's like a day old. So, and I'm already getting to the point. Wrong. <laughs> we were at Target and they had a Black Widow uh, Christmas ornament. I was like, Haley, we should get this. And I can knock it off the tree for you every day. <laughs> anyway, so the coincidences that were happening in this show that they just happened to have everything they needed. Um, but in the base, there was uh, the, the communication from Dr. Persing to Moff Gideon about the blood from the child that had the metachlorians that they were trying to make clones or something. Um, and it was disfiguring them. So there are a lot of people who think this is actually tying to the sequel trilogies, trying to make Snoke. Yeah. And but th- that was something I saw quickly. I, I didn't do a lot of, you know, looking up on the interwebs or mm-hmm. YouTube videos today, but one of one of the videos did mention that um but and, if you if you paid attention at the end Gideon was in a uh, a little corridor filled with uh creatures of some kind or uh armored uh troopers if you will yeah. and apparently if you watch with um the uh, no not the closed caption the accessibility that explains what's happening uh it says that they it calls those those things dark troopers which is something from the expanded universe that it looks like they may be bringing into canon um but it's really i don't know it's really it's really kind of cool because it's like what if they're making force sensitive dark troopers like serve the empire and legends, right? How cool is that? If, if that's what they're doing and then that's like what Gideon is going to do to like hang on to Mandalore or that's how Gideon is going to get some sort of force sensitivity. You know, he's trying to perfect it so that he can take the meta. He can raise his metachlorian count to be high enough that, he can do that right so it's funny that and it kind of apropos because i don't know if you saw in hasbro pulse that 
that there was a couple G.I. Joe figure releases. That I know Flint. The, yeah, I, I pre-ordered. Uh, <laughs> one was the Battle Android Trooper. Yeah. I think it was 11 or 12 inch version. It didn't look that great for mm-hmm. me to me. Um, but that was the first thing I thought of. I might have been because it was fresh in my mind. But yeah, it's like those look like some some bat type troopers. Mm hmm. So yeah, I I'm not sure. so. Can you explain a little bit more about the what the dark troopers are and like what do they show up? So they're uh, I don't even remember. It's been so long, but they're they're from here. Let me just pull up. Um, so they're they're kind of like a hybrid, um, person android droid type thing, if I remember correctly. And yeah, they were they were from Legends and are they canon? Let's see here. Um. So it's it's basically a battle droid, but that's nearly indestructible. So I I think I don't know. So I I think this is interesting because I thought they were making Death Troopers, is what I thought when death. I first saw it. And I didn't get like I didn't get the Dark Trooper thing until um a little later on in the day as I was starting to like read a few things and, and check some things out, but. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I think uh I think they're they're able they they should they're going to be able to do a lot of different things. Um And that I, I will say that's one of the things I'm really liking about this season how they sprinkle nuggets of thing of information in. They're you know kind of feeding us like the mm-hmm. baby Yoda with the blue cookie. They're mm-hmm. just giving us just enough to throw out all these theories and but not enough to like get a, a a full on take of what's going on, and and I like having that mystery, with you know as long as it you know the as long as they do a good job of paying it off, which Favreau's writing all of this stuff, I have yeah hundred percent confidence that he will deliver. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm really liking is that you know even in these quote unquote uh, filler episodes, we get stuff that advances the story of Moff Gideon and some yeah. of the stuff that we saw at the end of last year. Yeah. So next week is, uh, so it's called the Jedi, but it was, it looks like they've taken that down. So maybe it's not called the Jedi. Um, but next week is actually written and directed by Dave Filoni. <clears throat> so, you know, for a fact, Ahsoka is going to show up because there's no way anyone else deserves to do the live action Ahsoka more than Dave. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so. really, looking forward to this episode but, yeah next week i you know i like i thought i thought this was like this was a great like calm before the storm because here we are right at the halfway the end of the first half of the season and we're now we're moving into the second half and like this is where this the season last time really picked up yeah is yeah, at episode did. five so this was a nice little calm before the storm now let's run with it and like do it um i think yeah, so I don't know. I just think I think it's really good. Um, I I don't. I mean, I don't know. I it's I I'm enjoying this season. I know a lot of people didn't like the second episode um, on the Frozen Planet. I thought that was necessary because they had yeah. to get the Razor Crest all like messed up somehow, um, or else he would not have gone to where he was and been able to find the Mandalorians, and then he wouldn't have had to stop back at uh navu um or navarro sorry navu um back at navarro so yeah i i, I just I, think yeah yeah i i and again i mentioned that i 
probably episode two is my least favorite, but mm-hmm. I liked it for the horror aspects. And that was one of the things I talked about when we reviewed it is the horror elements. Um, Cause wasn't Peyton Reed, didn't he direct that? Yeah. One, that episode. Yep. So I did like that part of it, but overall I, I just really enjoying what we're getting from this season. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. And, and again, it's it, just building I'm out sorry. the world so much yes. of this post Jedi, like time frame that we, we don't have a lot of, Right. So, I mean, really, the only thing, and I don't even know if it's canon anymore, that's like post Jedi, like live action, is those goddamn Ewok movies. Ewok movies. Yeah, exactly. Did I block those out? So, yeah. So, yeah, probably they them. were like on ABC. And, they were like a movie of the month, movie of the week type thing. So, I, I one thing I will mention, and I, I just happened to see this before, mm-hmm. right before we started up, it was, I don't know what article, what, where, what site but it was saying that the Mandalorian just gave Cara Dune a possible way out to be written out of the show or something like that okay no the the, the people who hate Gina Carano I didn't read the article I just saw yeah. that headline and I, I just so, rolled my eyes so there's but all I these will... people who are just attacking Gina Carano online right because she's some sort of ist or ism or whatnot um here's the thing they are just the, those people are not Star Wars fans, Disney or otherwise. They are fans of hate. They are fans of outrage. And they are fans of anything that they deem pops their tiny little bubble of existence. And Gina Carano is... Is she the best actress? No. No. But, you know, she's doing a really good job as Cara Dune. Because Cara Dune is a shell-shocked drop trooper who you know, is trying to re re-engage with the universe. Yeah. And it's funny you said that. Cause I was just about to bring up that last scene she has where, uh, what is his name? Commander Tevi, Wolf, uh, Tiva, Commander Tiva. Yeah. When he says, you know, did you have, did you lose people on Alderaan? And just, just that I lost everyone. Yeah. I lost everything. Like that was, just in those short little lines, like you said, she's a shell shock trooper. She, you know, someone that's gone through all that, that has lost everything. Um, I, I love that delivery of that line by her and just the emotion on her face. Because again, like you said, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, she's not the greatest actress, no. that does, but she, she symbolize embodies that character so well. Right. That's all you can ask for anyone. Gina is Carano is not an actress. She's a fighter <laughs> and she is yes. fighting her way through this role yes. as best as she can. And, you know, for the people who are star Wars fans, Cara Dune is a great character and a, a touch point to the rub to the rebellion and the people who are left behind from the rebellion, who, who did not have a place in the new Republic. Right, and I I just love that little nugget of the Alderaan, yeah, know, making that connection. Although I thought I it was really was weird great. when he said I fought, I, I served in Alderaan, you know, and it's like, well, Alderaan wasn't like a skirmish or anything. It was, you know, really what happened was the Death Star was orbiting it. Princess Leia lied about Dantooine. Tarkin knew it, and he destroyed her homeworld. Well, he also said it. That's far too uh, too far away to make an example. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know. So I like there was some, there's just some weird language in this one. And like there's a lot of nitpicky stuff worth nitpicking about. Um, 
but it was still a really good episode. Uh, so reception wise, so 93% on Rotten Tomatoes based on 14 critics reviews right now as of recording this. Um, and the consensus is the siege doesn't take the season by storm, but Carl Weathers deft direction and, and some exciting character moments for Giancarlo Esposito make it another enjoyable installment. Yes. And I, yeah, I, I can't say anything else about that because yeah. again, I, I really like how they hit, how this season has how each episode has built on the preceding episode yes. or the previous episode and how we get character moments from, I mean, I don't think we got much of character moment in this time around for grief, but mm-hmm. just seeing that from Cara Dune. Actually we did. Cause he I, was talking about how like, Oh, I'm a, I'm an administrator yeah. now. And like, yeah. it was a very Lando Calrissian and, um, yeah. <laughs> I was about, to, yeah, I, I forgot about that part where, you know, he'd gone from a kind of like smuggler type mm-hmm. to, uh, he's an honor, so. honorable, uh, you know, an honest man now. I do like that Mithril. Honest-ish. Yeah, honest-ish. I do like that Mithril was uh, his bookkeeper, <clears throat> and the reason he was on the run is because you know he he did some he did some embezzlement there, and now he's yeah. th- serving a three hundred and fifty year sentence. <laughs> but did he did he knock off one hundred and thirty of those? Yeah, years? he. Not, I th- uh, I think one hundred and eighty. Like he knocked off a good chunk of it in this episode. Yeah. So, um. <laughs> I don't know. That was just really funny. How about I knock off 10 years of your sentence? Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It was, like I said, it was good. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I thought it was going to be filler. I kind of felt like it was filler at first, and then it turned out to be not so much filler. You know, it's funny that we have only mentioned the child a couple times in this talking about well because he was at school like bullying that kid yeah taking his cookies from him taking his cookies (laughs) because the kid told him no because he said no i don't want to share and he's like tough kid you're sharing because somebody tells you no i i I tell this to my sister uh who i love dearly who says this a lot hey can i borrow something i'm like no why not because i said so (laughs) yeah Because no, that's all you need to know. <laughs> because Baby Yoda, no means no. No means yes. no, Baby Yoda. No means no. <laughs> you um, have to learn that sometime. Yeah, his uh, the or little become a Sith, <laughs> right? The little uh, subtitle is that damn Baby Yoda and his evil stomach. Um, <laughs> he, he he, you know what he reminds me of? I don't know if you remember from the Looney. I think it was the Looney Tunes, but there's this uh, episode with this goat that would eat everything and the goat ended up eating the film the roll of film that they were you know supposedly you know filming the cartoon on that's funny that's how he is yeah he just eats he's an eating machine everything um so so this leaves the question right not i mean he's grown a little bit like but he's still very tiny um how how sentient is he right like how 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 uh (laughs) How how much does he understand right versus wrong at this point? So, you know, he's 50 years old. So I'm thinking a species that lives for 800 years to be a baby for the first 100 years of existence is probably not the best way to, like, perpetrate as a species and survive. Because if you have to wait a yeah, so century for your next round of adults to come of age. That's not good. That's No. Yeah. No wonder there's only been three of them in in all of canon so far. 
yeah, and, and that's a good question because again, that that question was raised with the whole he's murdering, uh, you know, sentient species because mm-hmm. he's hungry mm-hmm. type thing. You, I I don't know. That's the thing. I mean, I'll be honest. It, it when seems he, like he has a basic. Yeah. Uh, he has a basic. You, when he what? Well, I was gonna say when he oh, first pulled the he, cookies. He just had, it yeah. looks like, <laughs> that was pretty funny. So. Like he has a basic understanding of danger, mm-hmm. which again, that's kind of like inherent, yeah, in those species. But I don't know exactly, you know, how many neurons are firing up there, if you will. So yeah, yeah so. that's that's a question that I think we're going to see. Well, I think that we're going to see more development of his when mm-hmm. you know he goes to with Ahsoka, and then maybe he'll actually talk if, if he thing, goes like, if he the goes baby with Ahsoka, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I mean, you know, it was really funny. Um, he stole the cookies. Mando went and got them. He had the sleeve of cookies, and he's sitting there mowing down. And he totally throws up on himself. And why uh, did he look like he was on a roller coaster when they were flying? Uh because that like was for that, because that was fun, and that's what you would do too. Like I would do that. You yes. would do that. Everyone would do that because you know that was uh, that was great. Um. But yeah, it was it, like it, it just turned out to be a really good episode. Like again, again, good, good on so, you, uh, Apollo, Apollo Creed, for for giving us a a, a pretty compelling kick ass uh, episode that was much better than it deserved to be. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah I, I I would agree with that. So yeah, so I'm I mean halfway through the season, yeah, we're halfway there. So, and, and it looks like it's like as Jr. used to say, business is about to pick up. Yep. So it's gonna be Katie bar the door. Er <laughs> my gerd king. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I tell you what, like, I'm I'm so excited to see Ahsoka. I'm so excited. Uh, I hope I really hope it's not just like at the end of the episode. I hope he gets they get to it kind of quickly. I also hope this is not another 34 or 36 minute runtime episode cuz two in a row is not not enough Mandalorian. Yeah, I I think they got my hopes up with that first episode. I'm like, "Oh, yeah." Ooh, 53 yeah. minutes. What? Yeah. <laughs> so because like it's if it says heart. 36, it's really like 24 because of all the credits for all the voice <laughs> actors. In every country on the planet that Disney Plus is in, which is most of them. So, yeah. So, it's funny with the whole Ahsoka thing. I, I'm i going to be in the, you know, we were talking about Supernatural, how, you know, I've been with that since the mm-hmm. beginning. That's going to be you with Ahsoka, with me being more. I, I, now, yeah. granted, I did watch that last season of Clone Wars, and I've watched all of Rebels. But, so, I, I don't have as much that pull with Ahsoka. I think she's a kick-ass character from you know the short small parts i've seen of her but yeah i think you're like people like you that have seen her have followed her from the beginning mm-hmm. are going to get a great episode yeah 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 i think so too so and i love rosario i do i think she's great I, i've been a big fan of her ever since the movie kids um when we were in college so never saw that yeah it's 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 pretty dark it's not for everybody I heard it in an Eminem song. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guilty so. conscience. Yes, sir. Uh so yeah. All right. It's it's just been it's so, been an interesting yeah. week, man. Like we had a bunch of Star Wars news. We had a bunch of DC news. Um, you know, there's a bunch of other stuff just kind of going on with like just battling fan bases and and things like that. Um, you know, not even talking about the the boob armor controversy that not let's rephrase that the boob armor non controversy that hit the internet yeah. over the week. Um. Yeah. The Deadpool three hires writers. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Please don't yeah, go full Reynolds again. To be helmed. Ugh. Yeah. A new Predator movie. Yeah, I said ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't study. The expand season five poster though. Yeah, that was that. pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm on. I'm That's on one thing we're we're looking halfway. forward to next month. Yep, I'm halfway through season two. I'm taking my time. I'm not binging all the way through it. So I haven't started the rewatch yet, so I think I'm going to start that tonight. I do like one a night, so anyway, but yeah. Well, cool. All right. I think that's it for this week. Anything else? Yeah. No, that's about it. All right. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) So, yeah, just again, thanks to Matt and Julian for, for backing us on Patreon. Uh, if you guys want to want to help out the show, it's patreon.com slash infos podcast. And yeah, check out the show on YouTube. Since you're at work, if you don't want to listen on your phone or whatever, um, episodes are are on YouTube now as well. Cool. Any last words? <sighs> Endings are hard, man. <laughs> Endings are hard. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. All right. See ya. The Infest Podcast is recorded in Kings Mills, Ohio, just north of Cincinnati, with new episodes out every Sunday. You can find more information about the show online at infamouspodcast.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as at infamouspodcast. You can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcasting app. If you're enjoying the show, consider giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash infamouspodcast for our new tiers and rewards. The Infos Podcast is hosted and produced by me, Brian Tudor, with music provided by Michael Henry from meetmichaelhenry.com. You can find me on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as at Brian Tudor. So whenever you're listening to the show, have a great day, night, evening, weekend, whenever it is. And we'll see you next time. Later. <laughs>